the best thing, in my opinion, is to lie and have a conversation with them because even if you block them in real life, they're going to face this conversation. So it's Mm -hmm. like arming them with multiple layers of understanding. And if you don't know what the conversation is, you you can't have it with them. You can't help them before it's too late. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Natalie, what do I do? (laughs) I hope it's giddy giddy. Hey guys, welcome to Cat and Net Unfiltered. This podcast is um, a unique one and one that really needs to be talked about and is kind of near and dear to our hearts. With it is, um, uh, it's presented by uh, Dove, the Dove Self Esteem Project, and Acast Creative. Dove is on a mission to ensure the next generation has a positive relationship with the way they look. And guys, um, the Dove has been able to share some stats with us, which are so relatable and honestly obvious if you have daughters um, or teenagers. But they're saying that girls are spending more time on social media than ever before, which is one hundred percent true. When we were young, we didn't even have this option. Uh, half of these girls are spending more than an hour a weekday on social media, which is more than they would spend with their friends outside of school. Cat. <gasps> That's so sad. And we, our girls are on way more. I mean, honestly, my daughter, this is a good example. Last night, and I've noticed the past few nights, that uh, when I'm home, (laughs) that she comes home. I know she showers every morning. So I know that when she's doing her hair at night, she's not doing it for the next day. So she straightens her hair and she puts on makeup because she's spending time in her room on her phone with her friends and they're hanging out on social media together. You know, whether they're FaceTiming or they're on TikTok or, you know, I would say more TikTok than Instagram. And she knows that she's going to be taking videos of herself and pictures. So she comes home from school at the end of the day and takes more effort to get ready to be online than she does to go to school to be with her friends all day. That's so crazy. Um, the new Dove Self-Esteem Project research findings show that beauty advice is a big part of teen social media fades, f- feeds and uh, not all of it is positive, which we absolutely know. I mean, there's no filter to what they're seeing. You know, they're they're looking at young girls. Makeup is huge. Um, well, I was, I was recently saying that like 14-year-olds, mm-hmm. I, I had to tell my daughter, I said, you know, because obviously she it sees things and wants to change things, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the way the girls now act and look on social media. You know, I was going through her social media. We were like watching, um, I go through her snap stories with her at nighttime. Just where like, I'm like, I check in the way your daughter does the hair and the things. Yes. All of them. Identical. 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 The face. Yes. The hair, even the camera sideways. Yes. All of them. It's so So crazy. They're all watching each other. Mm -hmm. Then I also had to tell my daughter on the weekend, I said, you know, 12, 13, and 14 is, <laughs> I don't know if this is right or wrong, you guys. I was like, is your, is the, this, the stage where you're, it's not what you're going to look like. Mm-hmm. So changing things right now yes. is ridiculous because you need to grow into your body and what you look like right now is not going to be reflective of, of what you're going to look like. Puberty is not kind. kind. I said, there's acne. Yeah. You, you definitely, you know, you a lot of girls, um, you know, gain weight, which is like what they need to grow up and mm-hmm. their bodies are growing so fast that they need to like, you know, put on extra weight so that their hips can expand and their skin can Absolutely. move. And she was looking at Chloe when she was little and she's like, she was so rolly, right? Because we were looking at pictures on Mother's Day from when they were babies. And mm-hmm. I was like, 
because her body has to grow. Mm -hmm. If there's no extra skin, mm -hmm. she can't grow. Like yeah. she needs it to grow. So it was really, this is such a timely podcast because I know. when I was telling her, you know, the expectations of what a 14 year old should look like is so effing crazy. Yeah. And it is so um, heartbreaking in a way because it's not realistic of what no. a 14-year-old... unfortunately, because they're so exposed on all these social media accounts, you don't know how old these people are that they're watching, right? And honestly, some of the girls that are like 14 look like they're 25. My friend went out um, a couple of nights ago and she said, you know, everyone was clearly like, you know, around 20 years old and they were so filled up. Their lips had so much filler. Their brows were so high. Their contour was so intense. She's like, what are they going to look like when they're our age? I know. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have no idea. And I said to her, I said, but, you know, that's all they're seeing. And, you know, people, we're watching, too, so many of the accounts. These girls are really young getting veneers, um, filler, Botox, and all of that's crazy. They say that one in two girls say idolized beauty content on social media causes them low self-esteem. Well, I, I... How could it not? And there, I act, this is so ironic, but I was on um, TikTok last night and there was a, 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 um, there's a whole account that basically takes celebrities from what they look like to like, uh, oh, to, yes. to plastic, like them through. So I don't agree with the title, but it was, um, you're not ugly, you're just poor. Oh my God. Because right? she was basically saying, this is so unrealistic and they have so much money. Oh my gosh. And then so she went true. through even the photos that they put out there and how many lights, her, their own photographer, and then what they do to get that picture. So I'm like, we are creating standards of, and I was like, I was so mad that, you know, the, the people we idolize are, they're not even real people. Like, it's not even real because they're so. I know. They're so. Um, curated by literal plastic surgery and uh and you know even when you see the young kids that you're like i have no idea how they have the money to do this not even i mean not even just their faces and their bodies but their hair like I know. they're all getting their hair done and our daughters 100 percent, admittedly um one is in grade seven six. one is seven. sorry one is in grade seven one is in grade eight they both asked for their hair to be colored this year now when i was in grade seven and eight I didn't even think that was an option. Nobody no, had their it hair was colored. Lemon. It was lemon. Sun in and lemon. That's Sun all you and got. Sun lemon. And then I remember there was this one other product, like a henna product that you could put in your hair. But oh nothing my ever like, God, stayed. I remember that. But they're like, they're, they're, they're being like, everybody has it. Everybody has a balayage. Everybody has highlights. I, what, I didn't even know what a balayage well, was. there was no balayage. Oh, right. Balayage was just <laughs> self-created. And then there's, um, and then there's the other thing is that people are changing their faces with, um, changing the actual look and, uh, and shapes of their faces with contour and highlighter and like thinning out their noses. Those people don't actually look like that with their makeup off, but when you're watching it as a young girl, you believe that's what their face looks like. I think like. you believe that as an adult too. Oh my gosh, like you're, I, don't, you're right. I think it's I think it's a universal problem, and I think that we're not even, you know, I think that we can talk about the girl self esteem project, but I think it's all of us, like yeah. understanding, you know, what what uh, what a realistic face and body looks like without altering it to the point of um, like. I guess the problem is when we idolize a standard of beauty that is not realistic, uh, reflective of every everyday society, mm -hmm. 
you're, you are subpar to everybody else in it, what it looks like in terms of looks. So if all of the people who we idolize have had major, like, plastic surgery, mm-hmm. then nothing is real. No. Then we need to take the real, like, we, like, if we idolized real people, and I guess that's what Dove is saying, like, we can detox. Yes. If we're consuming this every day, we can unfollow people who don't make us feel yes. like, who aren't reflective of what what we want to see. Yeah. And then, you know, we are all part of the problem if we continue to consume. It's so true. What and, we, and, we think is quote and, unquote beautiful. And the big thing is, is that what you follow um, becomes your algorithm. If you go and unfollow these people that kind of make you feel like poo, you know, just like looking at it. Cause you're like, I'll never look like that. I can never afford all those things. I can never. Well, a lot of people don't even know that it is all those things. No. And, but, and then it our ma- girls don't, it, it just, it makes them, it makes them, they look in the mirror and you know, t- t- teenage girls, they stare at themselves in the oh. mirror for a long time and they're looking and they're like, why don't I look at, they unfollow, they'll, they'll immediately start to feel better. If they start to follow people that make them feel good good when they follow their content. So guys, here's a crazy story. My sister, my daughter went to a camp this summer and there were no mirrors in the camp. Really? There was not a mirror in the camp. They could not wake up and look at themselves to get ready. Wow. So there was no focus on like you just got up and got ready and moved on about your day. That is so great. So for three weeks, she had no phone, no mirror, no like... I, and you know when that is she so great. And she when she said it she didn't understand why there was no mirrors mm-hmm. and part of me believes why toddlers and little kids are so confident is because they can't reach the mirror <laughs> they can't reach the mirror mm-hmm. and so they don't see themselves mm-hmm. every day and they don't consume what other like they don't know what they look like to compare mm-hmm. so they exactly. just go about their day mm-hmm. they don't see themselves mm-hmm. and that's when you put like uh, when they see themselves on your camera and they're like, what? And they move their face around when you do like a selfie. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh my God, that's my fa- That's what I look like. Yeah. Because they don't see themselves every day. It's so true. And I guess the biggest thing about, you know, looking on other people's, you know, <clears throat> profiles and feeds is, is the biggest thing is comparison. You're going to naturally compare and you can't, you know, don't, don't assume, oh, my daughter's not like that. She's super confident. Um, she loves herself the way she is. She may very well, but there is always going to be something that's in her mind saying, how did that girl look like that? You know, and why don't I look like that? And you know what we, the, here's the truth, guys. We as parents, we play an actual critical role in helping these kids hashtag detox your feed. Um, there are three to five things that parents can actually do. We can have open and ongoing conversations. Catherine, check one for you. You had that this weekend. Uh, I have it. I, I have it. Um, I have it chronically. Regularly. Yeah. It's also spending 10 minutes scrolling through your feeds together. You did that. Oh my God, I am doing a great job. And show your child how to actually block a report toxic beauty advice. So I don't know if you you guys have seen this, but my daughter has brought her phone to me before and we have seen girls who are like, I'm, you know, you guys know what someone with an eating disorder at a young age looks like. It is horrifying, but you know, they get so used to looking at these girls like that. They actually think that they're just like, mom, look how skinny she is. Not oh my gosh, this poor girl is sick. You know what I mean? Right. So um, saying to your daughter, how, like, does, what does that make you feel when you see her? Yeah. Yada, yada. Teach them how to block on follow. And again, report things that are unhealthy to, you know, to help lead so that it doesn't get to other. Do we have an example of what would be unhealthy? I mean, I can only imagine for me um, when, you know, when they teach you how to not eat. 
Yes. You know, this is how you do to suppress your appetite. And you guys, that is actually on TikTok, just oh, yeah. so you know. Like, that is literally, and uh, SOS, Snap, like, Snapchat, mm-hmm. it is, it's a secret society that parents are not aware of. Yeah. And uh, it is, TikTok is like a public I feel like they understand I feel like they understand TikTok in terms of it being sort of this place that like is maybe not as realistic like I feel like when they scroll it they can understand how do I put when I scroll through Snapchat with her I'm just like it's people's personal lives and stories written and then they can ask questions and often it's like do you think I'm pretty like they're mm-hmm. so it's anonymous. Like polls. They're they're all onto this thing and it's ask me anything, but what when the person's asking, it's anonymous. Yeah. So you have no idea who's asking anything. So they can ask anything. Mm-hmm. And these people are answering mm-hmm. the question and then they have to think about what they're they're responding. And I'm like I I, I never knew and fool, foolish of me to not think about also go through Snapchat with them, not just uh, mm-hmm. TikTok because I think TikTok you're not interacting Snapchat they're actually interacting and they're with each all, other and with people that live in their city too it, you know that they're going to run into I and there was a whole conversation about um, the doctor who lost her son to um, drugs yeah and it was on Snapchat mm-hmm I, I I can see I can see how all the connections are happening. Mm-hmm. They're sharing what they don't like about themselves. Mm-hmm. They're sharing what they and they write it out. They're sharing the things that uh, like eating disorders. So, and, and, and and so some of it's they, friends. It's not even that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. people that they know too, and, and that's hard to block. You can mute them too, just so you know. Or the best thing, in my opinion, is to lie and have a conversation with them because. Even if you block them in real life, they're going to face this conversation. So it's mm-hmm. like arming them with multiple layers of understanding. And if you don't know what the conversation is, you, you can't have it with them. You can't help them before it's too late. And, you know, just like, uh, you know, we say in our community always is we have to share with each other. And that's why we're doing this podcast today. Parents need to talk to each other to share the awareness. Because some of you are sitting there and be like, oh, my gosh, I never even thought about looking at their feed with them or having a conversation. I didn't even know this was a thing. So it's so important, just like everything in the cat and that community, mothers, if you share, you'll find out so much with each other. And uh, let's be honest, things like eating disorders and feeling bad about yourself and depression and anxiety were not topics of conversation when we were younger. They are open conversation now, didn't which also... they didn't exist, but oh, it just wasn't... They were secrets. They were secrets. They were secrets. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's great that we're talking about it now, but it also leaves them very um, vulnerable to being attacked because they have shared everything about themselves. And I really think that when you're... I mean, they're, they're like like Dev is saying, that there is positive things about social media. Of it's course. not all bad, but there's also... Um, thank God we're having this podcast because, you know, if you can understand what your, your daughters or your children might be facing, you know, because I know that there's some people who are, who are maybe, uh, like even boys will go through this too, right? It'll, it'll be multiple. It'll be wherever you fall in the gender spectrum. Mm. You'll have every teenager and tween is going to be impacted. I mean, and I, I, there's no, there's no, I actually was talking to a team member and, she was like, T- show me one teen or tween who loves everything about mm-hmm. themselves. 
show me one adult who mm-hmm. loves everything about mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a realistic conversation to be having about, you know, reflection of how, how it's constantly fluid and moving. And like I said to my daughter, you are in a phase right now where this isn't even who you're going to look like. And my husband chimed in because he found our old wedding video that he had made since we were younger. He made a video of us like as babies growing up. When? Like for our wedding. He made like a whole. Yes, 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 yes. And he's like, well, you are not like, do you see yes. yourself when you were a teenager? Yeah. And I was like, yes, terrible. Uh-huh. And I was like, not terrible, but like, not different. My, not my best look. And I'm like, but that's not what teenagehood is not to be looking. You don't peak in teenagehood or like you don't like it's about growing up and finding yourself and the expectation of being like a 21 year old, like, like. Because really, beauty is confidence and knowing who you are. And at 12 and 13 years old, you don't know who you are. Your body is growing at, like, such a rapid rate. It's it's such a good point when we say, like, what woman, what grown woman out there likes everything about herself. So they say also to uh, make a pact together with your teen to detoxify your feeds together by unfollowing or hiding the posts that make you both feel self-doubt. Because we know, and especially in motherhood, you have tons of self-doubt and people you're always saying, I could have done it better. And then together, find positive role models and focus on following content that makes you feel good. And I've seen a lot of people do this over time um, saying, you know what, I've decided to go through my feed, unfollow the people that don't make me feel good, follow the people that inspire me and that, you know, bring joy to my life. Um, You can download the Dove Self-Esteem Project's confidence kit from dove.com. What's this? A slash? Yeah. Detoxify to help your conversation and help hashtag detox your feed. And, um, you know, obviously... Uh, like we said, it is an ongoing conversation. Our eldest are girls and our eldest are the ones who are really sort of informing us for the first time because we've got a bunch of kids underneath them. We are navigating all of this together and they're like, they're one of the first generations to grow up with all of this. I, I... I, yeah, I, it is, and it's such a hot topic. Like, it's such a hot topic. And of, no mother and teenage daughter or son is not going to be affected by this. And instead of just saying, I'm going to ignore it and tell my daughter, just don't, don't, just don't follow those people and just don't do it. It has to be a conversation about why, why it yeah. doesn't make sense to turn on your phone every day and watch somebody who makes you feel bad about yourself. Okay, and also what you guys should know is that a, a lot of these kids are living virtually. So they're living in a virtual world rather than the real world. So like And it's only going to become more and more. So they're they're talking and you can you can filter lives. You can filter yourself on FaceTime. You can put filters on yourself and you can like you can write a, a totally different script of what your life is actually like including your family life. We know for a fact some people who are um, very uh, public uh, are are showing a life that does not really exist um, and then and then they have these um, so your kids are living virtually mm-hmm. and they're they are per- projecting someone they're not and then they're project they're watching people they're not mm-hmm. and then in real life they're they're actually not those people but you when you get to see when you get to hang out with people in real life like you know one of my daughter's friends is very open about she tells she tells me everything and I'm super thankful for that because I feel like um it she's a conversation starter mm-hmm. in always right and we can we have we have long conversations about it and she talks about what she's nervous of what she's anxious about mm-hmm. like what she doesn't like like all of the things right and we get to have conversations about it but 
online, it's a like I can see them all online too, and I yeah. I try not to like I try to keep my boundaries away from like their lives, you know, because they they do have to figure stuff out on their own. Um, but the things that they they are pro- projecting, and then what you see are oh my god, it's so different. And you know your your daughter can watch. They're watching themselves interact, which is such a messed up situation because yeah. they're watching. Their, their facial expressions, their hair, the way they look. But when you go out face-to-face, you're not watching your own self interact. No. no. And so you're just enjoying the moment. But as they're online, they're literally look Like, we have been caught looking at ourselves doing an interview online. Like, I'm always staring at myself. Yeah, which is, a, that's a really messed up situation for kids to constantly be looking at themselves. Even when they're having a conversation with their bestie looking at their mouths, looking at their faces. I don't like that about myself. Let's do that again. No, that's a gross one. That is something that we don't even talk about is we love that they're all like FaceTiming and hanging out, but to consume yourself 24 mm-hmm. seven is like, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. And it's not to, not to say that it's all bad and that we're all doomed. Either. No, you know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. This, this podcast and you know, our ongoing conversation as mothers is just to be aware. The best thing to do is the awareness, the sharing with other women and making sure that you collect the tools so that you can actually approach it and have a conversation. So it's not happening in a place um, and all of a sudden you get surprised by something like finding out that your child has been down a dark hole and is following people that is make, making them I think it's also empowering them to like if you teach them then they can be aware of what they're doing so if you're like you know encouraging them to um go see people rather than like why right. why don't you go out get out of the house go meet your why friends you go make meet a them? day and yeah. I think that that is a conversation we have to encourage for them so that they they aren't uh it's like they feel like they're catfishing because they don't know who they are outside yeah. of a phone and, and it's also been really hard these past couple of years because yes. that has made that is an that is an additional impact is that they've been able to be behind their phones and behind their masks for so and be long who they want to be and be who they want to be and not actually have to face who they really are which is obviously beautiful and joyful and all of that but they the only way that they'll know that they're amazing is to put themselves out there and get the experience and with experience comes confidence and they can't do that from behind behind their phone or their screens in their bed. So it's so true. We need to encourage them to say, go out. Like, I'm so happy. Like, your daughter's going to her to a bar mitzvah this weekend. My I'm God. like, that's going to be so good. Like, just the socializing. and That'll it. be the first time she'll be in a large group of people her age. Yeah. Because they've been micromanaged, even in classrooms. Yes. They've been, like, they've been, like, segregated. And, I mean, this has been one of the hardest times, I think, for teens and tweens to, like, socially just be like, oh, my God, I have to go out and see yeah. all of these people. And, and also, I think a lot of parents have been really, really protective of their kids, not letting them go out and do things, and they haven't had those years of experience. My son went to a, a movie this past weekend, and it was just the movie theater. They could have been dropped off and picked up, but the parents didn't feel comfortable believe, believing them, and I was talking to another parent on my street, and he's like, we're protective. Like, these past two years, they don't have the experience that they otherwise would have gained. So, I mean, it's it feels like it's scary for everybody, but I mean, it's time to get out there now, and they need they need to go and experience gains confidence. That's really what it is, and we need to lead by example. We have to share, and 
We need to let people know that social media can be a positive place. And we feel that our platform has always been that place where, you know, we have the most supportive and positive comments and people and community members and all of that. So we want to make sure that our children get to be a part of something so amazing too. The Dove Self-Esteem Project offers resources and tools to educate parents and empower teens. So guys, you don't have to do this on your own. You don't have to listen to this podcast and at the end go, what exactly should I say? What did they say I should say? What are the steps? I feel overwhelmed. Don't feel overwhelmed. That's why this this whole um, campaign exists. And um, again, you may want to make sure that you're following content or people that are encouraging and uplifting and unfollow or really toxic content. Just like get, get in their world. Like I lay in bed with her last night for like probably half an hour just talking and she was on her phone. I wasn't like, put your phone away. I just lay beside her and God, what you can see, mm-hmm. what you can see just lying beside without probing was like, I go, I was like, can you go back to that one side? <laughs> Cause she like went really fast. She was like, Oh God. And I was like, I, I will not like nothing you can sh- show me will get me mad and I was like you know if, if we're lying here sharing there's no freaky like I'm not freaking out like no. I'm not I'm not gonna have but I was able to talk about it and eating disorders came up and yeah. someone's like I was carpooling and someone's like oh this girl hasn't eaten in three days right. and then I, I just listened to the conversation and and then they're like, God, you're, she's, she can die if she doesn't eat, yeah, right? Yeah, like they, yeah, things like that. That's and my like, daughter's thing. She's like, is, I mean, I would faint if I didn't have breakfast. How do they do it? I'm like, you don't need to find out. And if she's like, they're like, isn't she hungry? Just listening to the conversation mm-hmm. was like, I wanted to listen. So sometimes it's not just like reacting. I think that's a really yeah. big thing that parents need to know is you want to go in and you want to fix it. Like you want to go and be like, we're going to read this. We're going to mm-hmm. do this. It's just really about slowly stepping into their world on their terms and like, and just kind of checking where they're at and um, seeing, you know, pop culture is so huge right now. And the Kardashians are a terrible example for all of us, but also a great conversation starter to mm-hmm. understand that world because um, their life looks amazing and flawless and fun and beautiful and like, you know, but when you can actually pull apart and kind of jump, jump start that and be like, what is the problem with losing 16 pounds in three weeks? Yeah. And why are we celebrating that? And, yeah. you know, I feel like, especially young girls right now, I, I can feel the movement of them um, be, being righteous, which I love because mm-hmm. um, there was a, a picture of, uh, like, the art, the cover art on my yep. thing, and the girl was in, like, a teeny tiny triangle bikini. It was yep. one of the artists. Yep. And Max was like, whoa, who chimes in the back? What's wrong with what's wrong with that? That's her body. Why can you wear your shirt off, but I can't? She's allowed to wear what she wants to yep. wear. We don't have to talk about. I didn't even have to say a word, and she was like, "What's the problem with that?" You know, and so I was tricky. like, "It's like they're they're so empowered, yes. yet there's so much negative going on at the same time. It's such yep. a it's a crazy time right now." But you know, if you're sitting there and you're saying to yourself, "Like, um, that's so great that Cat, you know, did all these things and regularly does these," God, things. I didn't mean to, y'all. No, I no, but I'm just saying, like, I know a lot. Of you were like, my daughter wouldn't even let me like look at her phone, let alone touch it. It's that's okay, and she may never yep. show you her phone, but it's about opening up the dialogue slowly, a little and bit. Just there. So you know, she did not. It's not like I was like I lay down like show me your phone. No, no, I lay literally lay beside her while she was on it, and I didn't say anything for like a while, and then she kind of like I was like oh. 
what, what's going on? And then she started, it's like stealthy conversation. And my daughter is very open with me because yes. she's not, she's a bystander, not a... Well, she's also, our daughters have like, to this date, just, they'll just talk to us, right? If you open yeah. up, they're like excited to have a conversation. <laughs> Your daughter calls me yes. to tell me what's going on, which is hilarious. It is. It is crazy. And Kat will say something that she knows that my about's going on in my daughter's world. I'm like, how did you know that? She's like, oh, she was just talking. And, and that's good too. If you have a, if you have a friend that your, that your kid feels comfortable talking to, if you can be like, if you can encourage all of this information and share all this information with that friend, that aunt, that, that grandmother, that whoever, and say, listen, I know she's not going to talk to me about it, but be aware of I'd love to I'd love to incorporate um and uh, this kind of this kind of conversation so if you can help me out on that that's you know that's a great one too and and the last point is and why we need to like keep having these conversations like and what Dove is trying you know is like campaigning is so important but um what happens when they go from zero to a thousand overnight and I think that is what we underestimate is what all of a sudden the access because of social media they go from not knowing anything to all of a sudden literally the world of they can access anything and it's like in their face overnight the minute they step onto social media so it really is um a, a conversation around where they're at rather than just like trying to teach them all at once because no. like you can't just have one conversation with them and sit down and be like you gotta blah blah no, no. that's not how it's that's gonna not go. what's gonna make make things go well for you no it's immersing yourself with them yep and guys and doing it together remember you uh lead by example and what you're doing and who you're following they're watching who you're following as well so when posting consider your own contact content and the impact it will have on others and share your hashtag Detox your feed. Encourage others to do the same. Thank you for listening to this podcast brought to you in partnership with Dove Self-Esteem Project and Acast Creative.